Daniela, she and her boyfriend were going out to dinner and uh, they were celebrating together and uh, she ordered, he ordered. They had a lovely meal, didn't think about anything. He and- even asked, hey, get the sirloin. You'll love the sirloin. Yeah. It's a great steak. And he gets a meal, it's like 48 bucks. Which is, it's a little pricey, isn't it? She orders a Wagyu steak. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So, I don't know that I've ever had Wagyu steak, but it's supposedly just, mm, piece de resistance. Like, it's the best of the best. best so, cut. it's like the best cow? I guess. Yeah, I, don't, I don't, know. don't know if it's a cut or the type, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, her meal, his was 48 Hers, because of the Wagyu steak... Whatever that steak is, 300 bucks. Oh, just for her part of the meal. Yeah, great first date, 438 bucks. Oh my goodness, 438. Guy was dollars. shaking in his boots. Well, she said, I never thought I'd see him again. <laughs> right? <laughs> it turned out to be a good thing cuz they're they're still together. They are yeah. still together and, you know, I'm sure he he ran his card going, "Oh my goodness." Right? First dates or just, you know, like I don't even know, just date memories. My mom went on a date when she was younger, and she went with a bunch of other couples. And all the other girls were ordering things like a little appetizer, just a little something, something, a little something to nosh on. And my mom ordered the roast beef mashed potatoes, you know, meat and three kind of. She was so embarrassed on that date. Because she ordered a big meal and he didn't. Because none of the other girls did. She said, yeah, he never took me out again. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. She bought herself an expensive steak when she was on a date and had no idea that Wagyu steak, which I've never heard of it before in my life, is a $300 steak. It is Rob and Liz, his radio. Evidently, Jake, when he goes out on dates with the grandparents, Mm -hmm. Chooses the most expensive thing on the menu. What'd you do this one time? Okay, first of all, this was one time, and we were at this seafood restaurant this past summer. And my grandparents never tell me, like, no, when it comes to food. Like, I can get anything. That's not a problem. So me and my friend Ben, we were at this restaurant with them, and we started looking on the menu. And usually I get fried shrimp to eat, but this time I wanted to branch out a little bit, you know? So I look at the menu, and I see that there's swordfish, and I'm like... Oh, that's exotic. So I want to get the swordfish. There wasn't a price on the swordfish. Oh, it said market, didn't it? Market value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We come to find out later um, that it was really expensive and the bill was like $200 or something. Dollars. Oh, no. What Ben order? <sighs> he also ordered the swordfish. He what? They did. They did. You both. And <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was. um. But anyway, yeah, get the swordfish if you ever had the chance because it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you're with you make sure you're with Jake's grandparents. Exactly. <laughs> they'll, Honestly, they'll, get, they'll, they'll get cover it. it. Okay, I I see this text. It comes from a Liz. It's a little disturbing to me because she's describing what um what the actual wagyu steak is. Oh, okay. So, so she says listen. it's from Japan. It's very marbled, and you're able to get it from Walmart. And it's not the same, but it's still marble. It's still what. But I'm disturbed by. Is there something in it that I wasn't aware of? Well, look, read the first line. Just read the first line for me of the... Okay. Well, go to the, go right to the, to the source where she says it is. Uh, It comes from Japan and they are cat. Really? Stop right there. Cat. They're cat. Cat. I had no idea. Wagyu's... It's not. Um, It's not. I'm calling. Okay. I'm There's something. Get her on the phone. 
I'm, I'm, I'm calling. This is Liz. Ugh. Hello? Liz, it is Rob and Liz at his radio. <laughs> Hi, how y'all doing? We're doing good. I, I need to clarify something, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay, yeah. I, have to, I have to read your text. I don't understand. I just want to clarify. Just need to read, read your yes. text. Wagon steak is authentic, comes from Japan, and they are cat really fat and yummy. So, so, the, yeah, the voice text did not work. Oh, that was a voice text. <laughs> I was worried. It's not cat. Oh, what is it? Cow? Yeah, it is okay. cow. They are um, fed. I don't remember all the details, but they are fed a certain weight so that they are rather fat, not cat. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. There was a skunk that got its head stuck in a peanut jar. Okay. <laughs> and was literally running down the road. It's like in the middle of the night, and here's this police officer who's got the beat in the middle of the night. He's like, I've got to help. Oh. Got to do something. Literally, like jiffies. Oh, poor baby. And so he was able to get the skunk, and I'm sure he was like, oh, please, God. Please. Please, I don't want to get skunked. I'm trying to help you. To I'm help the to help skunk. You. And so with a lot of prayer, he was able to get the jar off the skunk without getting skunked. He didn't get skunked? From what I understand. <gasps> so everything's okay. The skunk is fine. He's back and happy and has learned a big lesson not to put your head in a peanut jar. You no know matter what? how hungry you are. I bet he didn't learn that lesson at all. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Such a great thing that Food Forward is doing in L.A. It's Robin Liz, his radio. They're going to, this sounds strange, but dumps, like mm-hmm. garbage places. And they're finding vegetables that are untouched, you know? And so they're repackaging this and then setting it across the globe just about. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, they're taking it from restaurants that are saying, okay, we're not using this. We haven't used it. It's it's past its date. But they're finding that even though it's past the date, it's still usable. Now, I've heard of other, like, food rescue. Um, there's loaves and fishes. There's different um, organizations that will go to grocery stores and restaurants and pick those things up and then take it to a shelter. But this is completely different because they're going to a landfill, basically. And they're making sure that with uh, with this, it goes to where it's needed to go and it's to like, help those across the globe. Yeah, but 250 million pounds of food have been rescued so far. Isn't that wild I know. to think? Yeah, and they're taking them into what they call food deserts. And that could be, honestly, just down the street from you. You know, a food desert because there's no grocery store. There might be a convenience store, but there's no place where you can go in and get fresh tomatoes or fresh, you know, fruit or anything like that. And so they consider it a food desert. And they're making a way. Look at that. I know. Ford. What is it called? Food forward. forward. I'll get it straight. It's almost like one of those tongue-tied things. <laughs> but they're doing a great thing yeah. to help out a lot of people. Robin Liz. His morning crew. NASA is doing something, and I am hoping, I am wishing, I am hoping that they will be able to bring in Bruce Willis to maybe narrate this thing. Oh, come on. Because what they're going to do is they're testing blowing up an asteroid in outer space. This one is not on the path for the world, for the Earth at all. It's not on our path. They just want to see if that ever did happen. If something works. It's just, it's kind of small, too. I don't I don't sure. think it's a big 
asteroid yeah. that's floating through that they're going to try to, mm. you know, manipulate moving right. its orbit. Yeah, they're trying to knock it off its path so that, and I feel like somebody was watching Armageddon and Deep Impact over the weekend, and they were like, <laughs> we might want to get a handle on this just in case it happens and have a plan A. And so they're going to do that. They're not going to land a bunch of astronauts on the asteroid and have it blown up you know, from within, but they are going to send something up to um, attack the asteroid. Something, not someone. Right. Like the movie. Right. There's no human that is going to be involved in this, but it's going to live stream on September 26th. I I, I really do. I want to watch it. I have a feeling the movie is going to be coming back. And it's going to be popular on whatever it's streaming on. What in the world? Coming back. Armageddon, I feel like, is on television every week. Oh, well, then there you go. Because I watch it every time it's on. Robin Liz, his morning crew. A good friend and our preacher says a need known is an opportunity given. Rob and Liz in the morning, it's his radio. I think James probably understands this a little bit. He's walking through his neighborhood. He's in Denver. And he notices here's a bus stop and a woman is sitting on the bench of this bus stop. And the bench is like... Really horrible and dirty and literally dirts on this bench. And so he's thinking, I want to do something about this. Now, he grew up with his dad in a wood shop. And so his dad always had tools around, was always making things. And so he's familiar with making things. He thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a bench and put it there. How nice So nobody has to sit on a dirty bench and dirt anymore. So he did that. He found some scrap wood. There were some construction sites that were close by. They say, you go ahead and take it. We're not going to use this wood. And so he built that. And he's built quite a few ever since. Oh, wow. And I love how it took several different people saying, hey, we're going to be nice. We're going to give you the... uh the materials that you need for it, and then he takes it, and he he does something he doesn't have to do. And it's simple. I mean, it's just a slat of wood. It's on some things, and he puts it right there at the bus stop so people can sit on that instead of the the dirty thing. And now, I mean, he's... It's a simple thing, but yet it's making a big impact on it's people. It's so simple. I mean, I know he had to sand it, and he had to put it together, and he had to make sure, you know, that there wasn't something that was going to give somebody a splinter. Maybe yeah. he stained it or something, but... And, and he writes, be kind on it. Oh, he does? To remind people, just be kind to each other. Wow. Let's live like like that today. Right? Rob and Liz. His morning crew. It's that time of year that illnesses seem to be going around, and viruses... Ah, okay. Now that I did that, all of the bodies of anyone listening and in the room <laughs> have started now fighting, putting up their immune because uh, you defenses. pretended to sneeze on his radio. Sometimes, okay. Sometimes, Robin Liz. Yeah. So, um, research for whatever you know. This study says uh, that when someone you find out one of your coworkers, somebody you know, is sick, your body immediately puts up its defenses and starts fighting whatever that sickness so is. So God has something oh. in our brain that no, triggers what? that system to go. Yes. Huh? Okay. I mean, how perfectly are our bodies created that it would do something like that? Just my sneezing or you knowing, because we have a coworker that's not, you know, feeling very well this afternoon or this morning, uh, that we know that our bodies are like, I'm ready. Putting my dukes up. I'm getting ready to okay. take you on. I just think it's kind of cool. That is. That our bodies work. God designs us in such a way that it will do that. Like all, it's just we get new information all the time of, look at what God did. I don't feel any different since Liz did her fake sneeze. (laughs) 
That's not how she sneezes. No. Well, how do you, how do I sneeze then? I can't mimic how you oh, come sneeze. Come on, come on, come on, come on. No, it's boisterous. <laughs> it is. That's a you nice know. way to say <laughs> you sneeze we, like an old man. Robin Liz, his morning crew. So Tai Zoo, you got to give it to the Tai Zoo, Thailand, Tai Zoo. This Tai Zoo wants to make sure that no matter what happens, they're prepared. So they do drills. And this one drill was a drill of an ostrich got loose and started running through the zoo. So here's what this Tai Zoo did to, to do that. They, they dressed one of the zookeepers up, one of the employees of the zoo, as an ostrich. <laughs> and it was quite, I mean, this happened in the middle of the day. When there's people that are at the zoo, just normal people wanting to see the animals at the zoo. They pay to get in, and then they see this guy in what looks like to me a plastic um, black bag, you know, like you put, you know, trash bag. Yeah, they didn't spend a whole lot of money on the costume. Mm -hmm. uh, something that resembles a feather, you know, mm -hmm. on the back end. Mm -hmm. And then this cone on his head, like a cone head that has an ostrich on the very top of it. Yeah. And it's tall. So, I mean, it's... Good night. It looks like it's three, four feet over his head. Oh, probably. And so the guy's running around like this, you know, with shorts and sneakers, and he's mimicking what an ostrich would do. And it looks hilarious because, you know, they captured the whole thing and then they wind up putting it on Facebook. It's, so you see it in your feed. It's wild. It's And you laugh at it because it looks hilarious, but this is an actual drill because right. they want to be prepared if an ostrich actually gets loose at I, the zoo one day. I guess they thought we have to make him look like an ostrich so in our minds we understand this is a drill if the ostrich – I mean, theater of the mind could have come into play, but I know. I, I don't know. Not. I'm thinking Saturday Night Live skit. It kind of <laughs> it was, seems like that. You start to laugh at – and the people who are at the zoo – just to, you know, the customers, they're like laughing because they're like, you got to see this. Oh, and it's uh, phones are coming out. Yeah, they're filming it like, oh, my goodness gracious. What is happening? Um, hopefully it worked for them and no ostriches will ever escape again. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Take a rest for 10 minutes. Oh, okay. a short break. Liz, not you. Oh, it's okay. Robin Liz in the morning. His radio. <laughs> here she is. Wanting the Emmy and acting and walking off set. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we get cameras rolling? Well, actually, they are. But seriously, they're saying a little 10-minute break, and it's good for you. Yeah, and actually, they're saying a longer break will increase productivity even more. But they also realize that you just can't take these really long 20, 30, 45-minute breaks at work. And so they're saying 10 minutes... 10 minutes will give you that, okay, i got to focus, refocus, clear my head space. That's the hardest thing for me to do, seriously, because I don't, I don't break until don't I'm either. done. Right? Because to me, I think Rob, Rob and I are uh, pretty much the same in that, that you just crank it out. You just get it done, get it done, get it done, and then you go and, and you're Literally, good Literally, someone brought me lunch yesterday. Did they really? That yeah, was so nice. They said, when are you going to lunch? I said, I don't. I don't. When I'm done for the day, that's when I go and that's when I'll have something to eat. Yeah. So they, they're like, that's pitiful, dude. Brought me lunch. <laughs> that was so nice. Right? Yeah, I take lunch about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon when I get home. And it's like, really? Because you go to bed at 7. Is yeah, that really I'm like <laughs> envious of people who can just take a 10-minute or 30-minute break. I'm like, that must be nice. Well, it must be. But at the same time, I get anxiety. If I take a break because I'm thinking of the things that I'm not getting done. There's so much that needs to get yeah. done. But everybody else, 10-minute breaks, that'll help. <laughs> yeah. So 
Enjoy that while you can. <laughs> Rob and Liz. His morning crew. They found a mural. I guess they were making it like a barbershop or, or they were clearing it out for this reason and they're chipping away probably. I don't even know if it was layers of wallpaper and other paint and whatever. But they found this really cool like naturescape mural and I, I hope they're planning on leaving it. I'm, there. I'm sure they will. I hope so. Because it looks really nice. It was preserved well for being painted back in the 30s on this wall that they just found. And they don't really know the artist quite yet, but they've narrowed it down because of the way it looks. Like, Monet looks a certain way. Um, you know, so maybe they're saying, okay, this could be one of two or three different artists. But two of the artists that they think it could be are still alive. So I think they're on the way to talk to them. They're going to say, hey, this? was this you? Do you even remember Doing you know, this, but back in the 30s and how it's still preserved very well. It looks like they just painted it. It's beautiful. It's very, and I, I don't mean this in disrespect, but it's very childlike in that it's sort of dreamy. Um, it's trees. I don't know. It's not It's real trees, intricate. a meadow with white yeah. picket fence around it, right. that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Love it. I, I love that. It's almost like when you get a, a coat out of the closet that's been there all winter and you put your hand in the pocket and there's a $5 bill. Wow. It's that, mm-hmm. oh, wow, what do we have here? This was like a $20 bill in the exactly. pocket when I found this one. <laughs> Robin Liz. His morning crew. I'll tell you, I was a little upset when I saw this. I was a little upset I have my Sam's Club membership. I really do. But they're going to raise the prices. And I was like, you're going to. You're going to raise the prices for me to shop there? What is happening? But then I saw that Sam's Club is uh, has not raised the prices of their membership since nine years ago for like a regular membership. And then they have a plus version that they haven't raised since 1999. Okay. So I kind of see you got to pay your people more. Okay, maybe, maybe. It's coming up October 17th. So it's only like 5 or $10. Two reasons I've gone to Sam's. Yes. And I haven't been... Probably in three years. Okay. Amy goes every now and then. Yeah. We got a membership. Two reasons why I go. Why? To look at the computers and TVs because they're big and huge, and I wish I had one on my wall. <laughs> and the sample food. I knew. Who doesn't go for the sample food, right? Because right? there was a time they always had samples, and there was a time you could eat an entire meal. Just by walking around and getting the samples. Okay, recent trip with Harlan from Afternoons on his radio. We go in, and girl was ready for some samples. Not one to be found. No? She was like, what? That's horrible. What in the world? They're supposed to be samples. Right? Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Well, hi. Good morning. It is Rob and Liz. We are his morning crew on his radio. Thank you for praying for Liz. Maybe you didn't know this, but... Boy, was it a day for the family yesterday. It, it was. I got a text early yesterday about uh, from my husband, and he said that our dog, our little Pomeranian, Ace, had been attacked. Um, you know, he lets him out first thing in the morning, and he he came back, and something had gotten a hold of it. Don't know if it was a large dog or a coyote or what was going on, but um, his injuries were so extensive that we had to say goodbye to Ace yesterday. That was sad. Oh, it my. Was, it, you know, it's hard to, first of all, make that decision, um, but just not wanting my little buddy, and he's been through it. This dog was bitten by a copperhead last year. Right. Um, made it through like a champ. And so this year, you know, I just didn't want to see him suffer anymore like he oh, did. Oh, the injuries were so bad. They really yeah, were. Yeah, the vet's were just, like, it's time. Mm. You know, and, and so... Uh, I held him, 
as as he slipped away mm. and just you know loving on him and telling him he was a good boy that was good you were there for him <laughs> i know i know that's the hardest thing uh, the hardest thing but was, there's yeah it was hard looking like getting out of bed this morning and he has a little spot on the floor and just oh no. you know and not hearing his little footsteps on our wood floor and mm-hmm. oh, goodness gracious i know She's got Charlie. Charlie was looking yet yesterday, right? Charlie was loving. She does not like to be hugged so much, like, you know, get in your lap and hug on you. She was hugging me like a person. I mean, it was wild. It, you know, I think she misses him. Well, and she knew that you missed him. And she knew mm-hmm. that Mama's heart was breaking and yeah. she wanted to do what she could do. So thank you. Throughout this weekend, if you can think of it, pray for Liz and her family. as Because it's going to be a tough weekend. It is. You know? Yeah, you know my sons, you know, are missing their little buddy too, and and Charlie. So, <laughs> and their and their faith, as you can see, she's standing strong all morning long, just to make sure you're encouraged, and she just needs a little bit of prayer. So, thank you. Because I need it at just as much as you do, and man, it's getting us through.